Welcome to the first episode of Interesting Conversations with Uncle Phil. If that's what you're wondering why I chose iCup as the name of the podcast. If you know me, I'm a serious person, but when I'm outside of my endeavors like weightlifting or gardening or something, I say all the most ridiculous jokes. Many not that good, but... ICUP, come on, I couldn't pass that one up. That was hilarious. So, this is going to be an introductory podcast, and there's a video that goes along with all these, and this one might run long or be kind of off, because this is my first one. This is my first podcast, first video. I've been I've been in many situations where... I've been in front of crowds or spoke in front of people, but it's a little different whenever you're doing it on your own without a team. You know, this is me. This is something I've always wanted to do, um, I want to say, for the past decade. And I've always been scared to do it, scared to start. I've, I've seen so many of my friends or people that I've watched come from the beginnings of nothing where I was just watching uh, kids on YouTube get like 50 to a thousand views and turning into millions of views and changing the world. And that's something I wanted to do with this platform. I've always been drawn to helping people out, whether it's, you know, saying a, a nice word or even donating money that I knew I could have used, but I know that I have my own roof, I have my own food, my stuff is taken care of, and it always brings me joy. When I can go to Kroger and buy four of those donation box things, I hate it when they announce it over the intercom, like, hey man, I just want (laughs) to, I just want to donate, I don't want to be recognized for it, and that's the thing with me. I've always done stuff out of kindness instead of recognition because as a kid, I was always kind of taught, I guess it's an Asian thing, but you're taught recognition is a thing, you know, you get the all A's, you get the perfect attendance, you get the awards, the accolades, and I did that for most of my life, and after I got out of college, I realized that that only means stuff to you, and some employers, some people may enjoy that about you and, and see that as a positive, but at the end of the day, you still got to go home. You still wake up the next day and no one cares if you got perfect attendance in high school. Like, I can say that. It's a thing I did. But in the grand scheme of it, it doesn't really matter. The biggest things I want to accomplish with this podcast using this platform is to speak about tough subjects. You know, I went through a lot of what got me through post-college and not being able to find a job was podcast. And podcast help, whether it's just listening to topics that I liked or seeing things from a different angle that you would have never thought of, just helping in general. And I will, I, this is not going to be a solo podcast. 
I do want to have guests on. In fact, I'm going to have guests on within the first 10 episodes of this. I just have a infatuation of learning. You know, speaking to interesting people, hence the name, interesting conversations. I like to learn stuff from different angles. Because for a while, you know, you get in your groove where, yeah, you have, you're you're well-versed on a subject, but did you know there's other angles of it? So when you're speaking to someone that didn't grow up the way you did or doesn't have the same educational background you did, but you guys end up in the same place, well, there must be a reason why you both are here. And if you don't ever take the the time to sit down and listen, then you might miss out on a whole bunch of stuff. And that's not good, you know. And I think that's something we need today. Because a lot of people stay in their echo chambers. And they're not trying to be proven wrong. They just want to be told that they're right or their team was on the right path or... They did the right thing, and I've always thought, well, if I only try to be right, then am I actually learning? You know, sometimes I really do hate when I prove myself right. Like, yeah, I, I'm right because I did the research, but I didn't learn anything from this. And, you know, I don't have to learn anything from everything I do, but it's always a good thing to see see stuff through other people's lenses and seeing what you can get, you know. You can learn something from everybody and learning something might be not taking their advice, you know. It's up to you to want to take someone's advice on anything, whether it's lifting weights, whether it's how to eat, whether it's how to live, how to sleep. There's many different ways to do everything in this world. And one of one passion of mine is weightlifting. Now, I have a very rigid style of discipline and not making everything all flashy and trying to do multiples at 80% as much as I can and not missing. But then there's some camps that like to go extremely heavy and plus 90% on their lifts and miss four or five times. But those three times that they, they made it, they count it and it might give them confidence, but you know, I think it's weird, but there's a way to do things. And if those people end up winning then who might say anything, I might get second place and make all my lifts, but that guy made two lifts in one first place those things happen so I guess I'm rambling on about nothing Uh, man when I tell you it's it's nerve wracking to speak to yourself and hope that this message gets across to people like I really I know I said I wanted to help people but a lot of me had social anxiety growing up and I had trouble speaking right I was always shy. It was just me and my mom growing up and then my sister and my brother towards the 
later end of me growing up. But I had a hard time speaking up for myself. Not when I needed something, but I probably missed out on a lot of friends or, I guess, any situation that would make it positive, like trying to get something extra. So, say, if I was thirsty and I didn't know the person that was handing out water, well, I would just rather be thirsty than go ask them for a cup of water. And in my mind, I had to sit with myself and see how I could get over that fear of just out in public not being able to speak. So I didn't grow up playing sports, but I played high school football and ended up playing college football as well. But the two positions I played, or three positions rather, were running back, cornerback, and safety. Now, if you non-football people don't know, running back gets the ball, is the guy who stands behind the quarterback. I also block or catch passes, right? So when I get the ball, all eyes are on me, so I have to perform. And same thing with cornerback and safety. I got so tired of being so forward that now I move to the defensive side of the ball where I'm out on an island by myself. And if I screw up, Everyone's going to see me. (laughs) And if that doesn't give you social anxiety or anxiety or fear of anything, well, you're in a tough position. The first time I ever played cornerback, when I switched positions, I want to say end of sophomore year in high school, was I played against Robert Griffin. Now, at the time, in 2006... Robert Griffin wasn't a Heisman Trophy winner yet. He wasn't a potential Olympian yet. He was a really good athlete, but you didn't know that he was going to beat OU and Texas in the same year. You didn't know he was going to get drafted. You didn't know he was going to play almost a decade in the league. You didn't know that. We just knew that Robert Griffin was that guy in Copper's Cove, that he was really good. And everybody who's anybody knew who he was. And that was the first time I ever played cornerback. No experience. I didn't play football in elementary school. I we we played football in middle school, but you know, you know how middle schoolers are. We were just out there having fun and hanging out with our friends. It wasn't really serious football. So when you talk about getting over your fear of being yourself and getting to the point where it's like, okay, this is this is good. I can do this. And it took me a while. I got all the way up to maybe my junior year in college after a couple big um, group projects for, for finance and being able to speak in front of hundreds of people. Obviously, I knew all of them. They're my peers. But trying to get over that fear is not easy. And if you thought I had confidence or I spoke with good vigor before man I was lying my butt off like (laughs) I do this thing sometimes when I get excited where I don't breathe when I speak and I will talk and my throat will be so dry (laughs) and I just have to fight through it so I don't look uncomfortable and I probably did and but I wouldn't change it because this is my way of working through a problem actively and I have to keep trying because now I'm in a groove 
right? I'm talking in front of the camera. I'm recording this and I'm going to release this and I'm going to have to be okay with the product. Now I am using a okay webcam and I have a mic that's jerry rigged to a weight that so it's closer to me so that you don't see, but it's still clear enough for me to speak and I'll eventually get there. You know, I do have a, I'm in the process of setting up a Patreon and a website and YouTube page and I'm going to try to get this ball rolling, you know. My goals, like I said, is to help people to get over my anxiety and, you know, everybody's, everybody's 2020 goal was, you know, working from home is financial freedom. You know, I want the financial freedom to be able to obviously help, you know, I with my salary. I can't just, you know, I can pick and choose the times I do want to donate or help out. And I know it's not all about giving away money, but money helps a lot of things. And that's something I really do want to try and get through to people and setting up stuff where, you know, you can donate to animal shelters or children's homes because those two groups I've always felt, you know, adults have plenty of times to have second chances, but kids and pets, you know, especially dogs, I have three dogs of my own, they don't get a chance. You know, they either get thrown into a system where no one kind of wants them and they'll They'll go through several sets of parents and not care, and the system's always bad. And same thing for dogs. I follow these um, rescue groups, and there's one out of Cleveland, Texas. This is Houston, and they have so many dogs, and I just, you know, wish I could do something to help out other than, you know, repost or uh, mention people in Houston. So that's probably the biggest goal I have for this podcast is the financial freedom, not necessarily for me or to be rich or do something like that. Just want to leave my mark on the world and try to be as positive as I can, you know. As we as we all know, navigating through these past two presidents now. It's been a pretty rough time for most of us. Now, I'm not a very political person. I can t- I can tell you right now, up until maybe last year, I really didn't know what Republican or Democrats were. And that's kind of willful ignorance on my part because I used to see people argue so much about the two parties. And I'm not an arguing person. I like to discuss things, but it was, it was so inflammatory where I couldn't even try to want to understand it. It just hurt my heart that people thought so negatively about something we should be working together for, the United States of America. So I'm going to close out with this. I've always just wanted to help. You know, and I've always wanted to get over my social anxiety of speaking in front of a lot of people. When these two things combine with a lot of jokes, because 
man, I'm probably going to tell a lot of stupid jokes on here, and y'all, <laughs> y'all are going to just have to sit through it, and then you can probably, um, talk trash about me in the comments and let me know what I'm doing wrong, which is probably everything, and I'm okay with that. This is a learning process, and we keep, if I'm not learning and growing, then I'm not getting better at anything at all, but I want the financial freedom to help, and my lifelong goal has always been either to be a firefighter or a farmer. Now, if you guys know who I am, it's going to be tough being a firefighter as, as for I got these dreadlocks right here, 11 years and counting, and my beard, none of that's going to work as a firefighter. And who knows? Uh, before I'm 45, I may have an epiphany and shave my whole face and head and become a firefighter. Not likely, because if I can become a farmer before then, I won't need to be a firefighter. But I've always wanted to be a farmer, and I've always enjoyed gardening. And I wanted to have my own farmer's market. I know that sounds weird for a lot of people to think, if you, especially if you knew me growing up. But that's always been in the back of my mind. And I worked at... Central Market, which is a branch of HEB, and I worked at Sprouts. And just working with the produce, now they always had fresh produce. I mean, those two stores, ironically, to me, are the best. They get fresh, fresh produce every day. They have reputable farms and people they work with. But nothing, and I hate saying this because I like being proven wrong, like I said earlier, but Man, even romaine lettuce alone, I've tried after I grew it last year. Just the smell of, you didn't think lettuce would have such a good distinct smell, but it does. You wash it off and just eat it right there after you pick it off of the the, the romaine head. And you're just like, wow, I see why people like to do this. So that's going to be it for the first episode of iCup interesting conversations with Uncle Phil. Chose Uncle Phil because, I don't know, I think I've been called up so many years now. And I'm just cool. And I have a lot of knowledge about stuff that you probably don't need to know. And <laughs> you can sit down and ask me any question. If, if there's a beer, you might never get rid of me. So, seeing that, adios. Why did I say